What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This week on the show, our pop culture references, we talk about the new movie Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse and fortune cookies. It's June 2023 and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome everyone. I'm this week's host Evan and joining me are my fellow co-hosts Linnea. Hello. And Brian. Hello. So, let's get this week's episode started off with our pop culture references. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Mine is just kind of a general thing. School's over. Yay. How are we feeling? Tired. You didn't have any final exams, Evan, did you? No. Just fun stuff? Not really. (laughs) I had a lot of final exams, and those were not fun. Except for my Spanish one. What made your Spanish exam so fun? It's just a fun class. It was one I was most stressed for, though. What about you, Dad? Are you happy that school's out? I guess. I don't have to shuttle you two back and forth between places now for the summer. Well, no, I guess I shouldn't say that. I'll have to... Yeah, you'll probably have to do it more. Yeah. Yeah, from marching band. But I can now bike to work more. I don't have to drive the car just to pick you up after school or drop you off before school. That's nice. What's your pop culture reference, seven? Oh, my pop culture reference is that the latest Minecraft update has come out. I heard about that. So, basically Minecraft, if you haven't heard of it, it's the world... Who hasn't heard of Minecraft? It's the world's most popular video game in terms of buying it. I used to think that game was called Minecraft, and it, like, it would have, you'd connect to your head, and then whatever you thought about, it would build. And then I realized it was just, like, squares. That sounds like a fun game that I'd yeah. play. Oh, no! Yeah, a new update comes out basically like once every year and a half, and they always have a bunch of new fun content that they add. And this is the 1.20 update. So, it was pretty good. I tried a bit of it. I enjoyed it. They added camels to the game. Wait, does that mean it's the 120th update? It No, it's version 1, update 20, 1.20. Are they square camels? They are square camels. Is is the sun still square? Yes, Dad. <laughs> the sun is square. The sun will never be not square. Why would you expect the sun to not be square? Because the sun is not square. It's a sphere. Yeah, dirt is not square. <laughs> Dad, grass is not square. Why, why do you think the sun would be square? Because it's a sphere? <laughs> In <laughs> our and world, And don't Dad. say it's not a sphere because how do you the know, sun is. Okay, how do you know the sun is a square? Maybe it's a cube. Yeah, the sun could be a cube. 
It just goes against the laws of physics. Dad? Yeah, because Minecraft is a game that really, really applies to men's physics. You could, <laughs> you literally could fall from like thousands of meters high and just put a bucket on the ground and you'll survive. Just put some water on the ground. I don't know. Have you ever tried that in real life? Maybe it'd work. Yeah, they do that in Looney Tunes all the time. You just put a tiny little puddle on the ground. You can survive thousands of miles of falling. All right. My pop culture news is that on June 16th, Disney Plus is going to be releasing a documentary about Stan Lee. I saw an ad for that earlier today. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I'll have to watch that and check it out. We've talked a lot about various Marvel movies and properties, and and uh, here's a little documentary about the man behind quite a few of them. So. Stan Lee is my favorite Marvel property. <laughs> so, yeah, if you have the time, uh, check it out when it comes out. I'll be watching it, and maybe we can talk about it on the show. Yeah, maybe you could just come to our house and talk about it with us. <laughs> <laughs> Join us, yeah. All right, there we go. Should we move on? Yeah. All right, now let's move on to our discussion of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So as promised, we are back this week talking about the new movie Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which, which we watched last week in the theater. It was a pretty fun experience, I think. I'm going again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. So opening thoughts, anyone have any thoughts you want to get out of the way the popcorn was really good (laughs) is it because i kept adding salt to it at the front i took like nine packages of salt i kind of like it better without the salt to be honest (gasps) (laughs) i like it with the little salt but not too much yeah just like spiders like spiders, like I like a little bit of spiders, but too many, and then it gets strange. Oh, I thought you meant putting salt on spiders. <laughs> I like putting a little bit of salt on them, but not too much. Speaking of spiders, the movie we watched was Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Wow, it was. <laughs> so, as I mentioned, any opening thoughts <laughs> beyond popcorn? I think the first movie, story wise, was better to me. But this movie is a lot better animation-wise. Oh, really? Yeah. And what makes you say that? Because they have to fit so many things into a singular scene now. Each spider character takes probably so much work to animate, and they only appear for like a second. Mm. There are a lot of scenes that have like crowds of people that would all need to be like made. So it's just in the sheer volume of characters yeah. you think it... Okay, yeah. Gotcha. In the first movie, they spent a bunch of their times in, like, buildings or other places that were kind of small and didn't need enough people in them. But in this, it's just everything is packed and very open. It was really cool for me to see um, Miles' progression because in the first movie, he could barely even, like, swing from a tree branch. And now he's just, like, doing all kinds of flips and turns. And, like, when I first started watching the movie, I was like, yeah, normal Spider-Man stuff. But then I remembered how bad he was in the first movie, and I'm like, wow, he really progressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been like a year and a half. Yeah, I think they mentioned in the movie that it's, that it's been a year. So we'll probably try to keep this spoiler-free, right? Yeah, yeah. Since it's a brand new movie. So yeah, we'll just talk about some general stuff. Every character dies. Well, eventually. Yeah, Miles dies at the end. So, <laughs> yeah, spoiler sure. alert, he's dead. <laughs> they just kill off every character. They're never going to make another Spider-Man movie again. So what do we think of the main antagonist? 
I guess there were kind of two. Yeah, this goes back to what we were talking about last week about about the spot being the villain, and then uh, I had asked, you know, do you think there's going to be an, another villain? Like, is that just a you know, like a side sort of thing? They're not like a villain in the sense that they go do crime, but they're like still kind of an antagonist. Yeah, there's there's kind of a an anti-hero maybe. I feel like everyone in this movie is becoming their own villain in in a little way. <laughs> like you got the main villain spot, but then also Miles is doing some questionable acts for a hero. Mm-hmm. I can't really talk about it without going into spoilers. Sure, sure, okay. So it's sort of shades of gray, ambiguity. Yeah, it's not shiny paladin i'm good there's there's lots of also the whole plot of spot thinking that spider-man doesn't seem as an adversary that really reminds me of the lego batman movie (laughs) yeah when joker really just wanted batman to be to call him his arch nemesis (laughs) yeah that that was pretty good i hadn't i hadn't thought of that but yeah it's a good call out so we have uh, lots of old returning characters miles of course I don't know, should we say that? Is that a spoiler? Yeah, maybe. I mean, we see him in the trailer. Do we? I think. No, I don't think we see that person in the trailer. We see Gwen in the tra- trailer. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll probably beep that out, just in case. <laughs> we don't want to give that away. And then there are some new characters. Lots of new characters. Lots of new characters, yeah. yeah. Do you think Do you think there's too many new characters, or do you think they focus just on the right number? I um, think... I was still able to keep track of yeah. What it didn't seem like too what. many, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All the characters had their own like unique Spider-Man because suit. The new characters were focused a bit more on than the old characters. Well, in terms of the Spider People, you can tell what characters are important because their Spider-Man suit is different fr- from just red and blue. Sure, right. So, kind of a visual cue that this person is yeah. more important. Yeah, animation style. Or, or just some I of mean, the different animations. It's not like there's one style. <laughs> well, yeah, there's many different styles. I thought... I uh, thought the style of Gwen's world was really cool because the backgrounds would sometimes just turn into completely different things. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, like those little music. Like when she was talking to her dad in that one scene, it's like really emotional. Like the backgrounds like stopped being a normal building and it would just be look like famous art pieces just in the background. Yeah. <laughs> her world felt very watercolor to me. Yeah. Which which I thought was very cool. And then I thought that the villain she fought at right the at the beginning of the, of the movie. Oh, that was so awesome. I loved the art style of that. I don't know if we talk oh, about that. that was so cool. That was fun. Uh, there's lots of call-outs to other, some Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which are fun. So, yeah, if, if you're if you're watching, you'll look for lots of Easter eggs and keep your ears peeled because there's lots of references. What did we think of the ending? Should we say that it's a cliffhanger? Oh, yeah, definitely a cliffhanger. (laughs) Well, I mean, I knew going in that there was going to be a third movie. I think Um, most people actually forgot that there was going to be a third movie. I was Okay, I didn't even realize it was going to be a cliffhanger. I thought it was a joke when they said, like, they started playing the credits. I'm like, no one believes this, right? And I was like, it's a cliffhanger? (laughs) It's like, I've rarely ever watched movies that end on cliffhangers. Like, I watch shows and, like, seasons of shows that end on cliffhangers, but, like, that's like the first time I've ever seen a movie straight up end on a cliffhanger. I mean, you uh, saw Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, but I didn't, that one didn't count because I didn't like the ending. <laughs> <laughs> because Gamora died? Yeah. Oh, so, oh, wait, spoilers, no! So uh, so this one, you like the ending? 
Yeah, because it was cool. It was like a yeah. twist, even though I was expecting it the second he walked into that world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was fun watching that ending because I felt something was off. I, I kind of saw it coming. Yeah, yeah, because you start putting things together and like, wait, you know, there's they're talking and they say little things like, well, that's not quite right. Mm. And then... Well, that's not quite right either. Something's strange. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Kind of like I mentioned last week, how I thought a lot of the film focused on family. I think this film does too. Yeah. A lot, a lot of family. And, and it's not just Miles' family. We have Gwen's family. We have another character who I won't give away, but we we talk about their family. And, and another person, we talk about their family. So, yeah, it's a lot of, it's expanded beyond just, Miles and his mom and dad, we now have lots of people dealing with their families and the fallout of whether things are fated to happen or whether you can avoid them. <laughs> I can name five characters who this movie has a bit of family mm-hmm. part of. And how do you think that was handled? Did it feel realistic? Yeah. What, what would you do if you found out, out one of us was Spider-Man? Uh, I think it'd be cool. <laughs> you wouldn't be scared for our lives? Well, I mean, I would, except I know spider people usually always win, so. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd I mean, Marvel doesn't really give Spider-Man a happy ending in the comics. Oh. Most well, of the that's because they didn't have me as a dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we were spider people, we would be perfect just because you were our dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I guess. What if you turned out to be a spider person? Yeah. Would you be scared of telling us? Uh, hmm. I mean, I think he would probably figure out pretty quickly if I just kept disappearing. Uh, we'd probably just assume he's at work. At work, yeah. That's <laughs> what I do every day. I go to work. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online, at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into Jira tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. There were a lot of call-outs to, like, comics and shows that I don't think any of you understood, which oh, I found funny. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, okay. most of the more recent ones, too. Like more recent Spider-Man? Like Spider-Man, like the animated Spider-Man show of like 2016. Mm. I was on Disney Channel or something. The way you said that was so condescending. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think you guys understood them. I did. <laughs> That's because I feel better than you. Well, you but, aren't. but you don't have to know those things to enjoy the movie. You don't have to, but it's fun. No, you definitely, them. I'm sure people definitely have to have seen the first movie, right? Yeah. Otherwise, One of my friends who I'm going to the theater with tomorrow is going to go in having not watched the first movie. Ooh. And I'm like, what? Is it, watch it now. And he's like, yeah. maybe. Like, what? Oh, you're going to have to find out their reaction. Yeah. And then maybe we'll do a little post at the end of the 
at the end of the episode, <laughs> I'll I'll get your quick reaction to what they thought of it. Because, yeah, I, I don't think, I mean, I guess, I don't know. It's just you miss so much from the first movie. I mean, you can t- figure out who all the characters are and somewhat what happened in the first movie. Yeah, I don't but know. But after first, that. Yeah, the first movie is just so good, though. Uh. <laughs> like, you're not going to get the bagel joke. Right. Like, right. in general, do you, do you think the first movie is more enjoyable or the second? I'm still going to have to go with the first movie. Mm, me too. I feel yeah. like as its own thing. If I was just like wanted to have a good time, I'd watch the first movie. Mm. The first movie always gives you like a good time and a happy feeling. Yeah, at it has the end. a happy ending. And this, this one's movie, a cliffhanger. <laughs> this is like it. It would be a good movie if you want to watch both of them at the same time. But other than that, I feel like it's following the the Star Wars trilogy, right? Yeah. The first movie was like Star Wars. Second movie is like Empire Strikes Back, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It it's, ends good, and then there's more. And the next movie will have little spider Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll reconstruct the spider Death Star. You think there's going to be a fourth movie? I don't think so. They've said that there's just going to be three. They're going to make the prequels, spider prequels. <laughs> I hope they make more movies that are in this style, because it's Maybe so fun. Yeah. I'm I mean, they have sad. so many spider people, they could always just... I would totally go see a movie with Penny Parker. <laughs> That'd be awesome. They should make their own like little anime TV show about Penny Parker. And then, of course, you know we have all the new characters just from this movie. They could, yeah, it could be a Spider Person of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a fun little Disney series. <laughs> spider of the Week. Yeah, put that on <laughs> Disney Plus. It's gonna get so many people. <laughs> or on whatever service it could go on. I don't know. It would go on like some Sony thing. The music in this. Did it stand out to you? Did it? Seemed just like the first movie. What What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I know. I noticed it a little bit. I heard the main theme from the first movie play a few times. I noticed it enough. I'm thinking of not the not the orchestral score, but more like just the you uh-huh. know the music in the neighborhood or things like that. I the feel style like, of the music in this movie changed. I don't really remember any of the music. See, that's music. that's what I'm thinking. I'm the first movie the. Some I remember of the, songs the, the, sun, the sunflower song. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone was, started playing that song after. It was everywhere, yeah, and I can't think of a... And then there's the, the What's Up Danger song. Yeah, and nothing from this movie popped out at me that I remember. So, I don't know, I was just wondering if you two noticed that at all. Mm-hmm. There was that one scene where Miles was listening to a song and then Gwen showed up, but I don't... I don't remember what I don't remember song. what song that was. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I think because those other songs were playing at really like impactful character moments or something. Because like the sunflower song was playing like as we were getting to know Miles as a character for the first time, and like the yeah, and it was throughout the movie. It was at the beginning. It was at the end. And the danger song played when he was. And it was in the middle too. So yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) maybe they just had to play the same song a lot. A few times, yeah, yeah. Also in theaters, I just find this funny. There are glitches happening with the sound of the movie where sometimes music plays louder than the actual characters talking. Oh, I was reading that. Yeah, that's too bad. So some people aren't able to hear the music. Uh, I think we even had that a bit at the start because I could barely hear what Gwen was saying then. Oh, okay. Yeah, in our theater. Yeah. Gwen was having this whole like dialogue and I heard the drumming a lot louder then. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I do know 
at the start, there are probably a bunch of hints to the end of the next movie. At the start of this movie? Yeah. Oh. Because I saw a bunch of, like, scenes of him or Miles in, like, weird situations that seemed like a very dramatic ending, which I think is going to be next movie. Well, yeah, her whole monologue right at the beginning of this movie. It was, like, about her failing. Yeah. So if Miles dies in the next movie... Ah, don't say that. Ah. Which I, I think that could happen, you know? I guess we'll see. I feel like at the end of the day, this is just kind of, like, supposed to be an uplifting show about a family, so I find it unlikely that he'd die. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? All right, so we've talked about the music. We've talked about the animation and the art. We've talked about some of the characters. Uh, oh, do you guys think all Spider-Worlds, like, they all move at, like, the exact same time, except they can be in the future or in the past? Because, like, they all seem to be moving, like, minute by minute at the same time, but some of them are, like, 50 years in the future. Sure. That is a bit strange. Yeah. I guess it's just whatever the story calls for. Yeah. And at the same time, I kept wondering, if there's so many spider people in this place, like where all the spider people are hanging out, what happens to their original universe? Like, are they just not there? Is crime going rampant there because they're all hanging out yeah. at the spider castle? I mean, I, I kept thinking, I don't know. <laughs> it's just kind of weird. There are a lot of plot holes. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it too hard. And why the when Spider-Man was gone from that one universe, we saw it like all turned to crime and stuff, but like it's not like there's a Spider-Verse in that universe before him, so why wasn't it crime back then? Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just always doomed to be crime-ridden. <laughs> <laughs> Every Spider-Man world is just always doomed unless Spider-Man shows up. But yeah. we really buildings like on fire and like no one's doing anything. <laughs> it's like I, that can't have been how it was before. Like <laughs> maybe America in that world is just terribly flawed. They they placed a law that you can create fires anywhere you want. <laughs> arson now legal. <laughs> the arson act of eighty seven. Yeah, there you go. If you don't like it, burn it down. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, that's, uh, anything else you want to talk about, or should we just wrap it up? I think we can wrap it up. Wrap it up? Yeah. Okay, yeah, just trying to be spoiler-free, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so I guess on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate this movie? And then do you think it, well, I don't know, did we already say we liked the first one better? I yeah. liked the first one better. So, sure. we, so we all liked the first one better. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate this movie? I'm going to give this movie an 8 out of 10, because the animation did an amazing job i just feel like the story could have been better and should have been happier okay i'm I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten because i like that it wasn't happy um Mm -hmm. yeah and i thought the animation was amazing like just like the first one Maybe even a little better than the first one. I think one. it's a lot better than the first yeah, one. Yeah, because the first one was good just because it was so shocking, but I think in this movie it was even better. Okay, yeah. I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10. I I was very, uh, I don't know if scared is the word, but I was very cautious going in because you know, I loved the first one so much. I thought, oh, this is going to live up to what I hope it will be, and yeah, I think for the most part it did. I thought the animation was good. I I enjoyed the story. I still think the first one was, to me, it was better. 
but yeah, this is it's a great follow up. I think they knocked it out of the park for the story, following it up. And uh, yeah, I'd say if you can go see it in the theater, definitely check it out in the theater because it's it's awesome on the big screen. Oh yeah, speaking of seeing stuff in the theater, they're doing a Studio Ghibli Fest, and I think they're playing Kiki's Delivery Service. Ooh, so we could watch that and then review it. Ooh. That'd be fun. Haven't we already done Kiki's Delivery Service? Yeah, but we could do it again. <laughs> we could do a second one. Or they might do other movies, too. I don't know. Are they doing that at our local theater? Yeah. Yeah. Probably around the country if they usually do this. Yeah. So, All right. Well, there we go. I guess it's time to move on to... Fortune, Fortune cookies. cookies. Okay. Mine is... If you speak honestly, everyone will listen. I don't know about that. <laughs> everyone will listen. I think there's some people who can be pretty stubborn in their way. But they'll still listen to it. He who laughs, lasts. <laughs> okay. Mine is... Uh, you're you're going to like this one, all right? Hold fast to dreams, for if dreams die, life is like a broken-winged bird that cannot fly. Gosh. Oh my gosh. That's so deep. <laughs> I know. Jeez. Oh, okay then. Yeah. It rhymes and it's three lines. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Impressive. Oh, Someone really one. wrote their heart out on that one. I guess. <laughs> Somebody got like broken up with and they wrote that. Yeah. All right. There we go. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Lunchbox Reaction. We'll be back next week with another new episode. My name is Brian. I'm Evan. My name is Linnea. And we'll see you all next week at the the lunch lunch table. table.